Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. What's up, bitches? It's DT. Suppose it's Letty. And welcome to episode 68 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, if you do remember us. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, guys. We we do sincerely apologize. Uh, we Technically, this episode was the... It'd be 69. Yeah, this should be 69, but uh, episode 68 technically was the part two interview with uh, EJ and Kevin of the Greenville Ghost Hunters, but due to some sound issues that we're currently trying to work out, I don't know what it is when we involve a third microphone with this mixer because we have to run kind of like a splitter because it only has two uh, condenser mic channels. For some reason, the sound just goes apeshit sometimes. Yeah, it decided to, like, take a toll for the worst on this one, which makes no sense. We've, we've done it before with this mixer, and we're trying to figure out where the problem is coming from. I don't know what it is, and we don't know if it's the mixer, if it's something with... I don't. I know it ain't the microphone. It can't be. We might have a cord shorting out somewhere, yeah. for all we know. Well, that's the thing. I checked the cords. That's what I originally yeah. thought. Uh, I'm going to get a buddy of mine to come in here and kind of mess with the sound, and then we'll ultimately find out if it's a mixer. So, guys, bear with us on any sound technical difficulties. So, or any uh, delays on episodes even though even like we have trouble with delays as it is for scheduling but yeah this oh, right yeah. here is really throwing a wrench into every fucking thing yeah it really is and you know also it was my daughter's birthday and uh you know she's four now good old kinsley getting Woo-hoo. bigger every day um and, and you know uh, the kids were all playing oh, yeah. so we had some background them in the background which is cool so all in all like we tell you guys a million times we're just not going to throw anything out there we're not confident in so that's the reason for this and then of course you factor in work schedules and birthdays holidays and oh yeah it is the holiday time dude thanksgiving is next week yeah and i'll have like i think four days off surely I mean, I don't see why they would let you off Thanksgiving and not that following Friday. Dude, you'd be late getting to work because you work seconds, so getting to work on Black Friday would be hell. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're off. I'm I'm almost positive, but then again, where I work is the most confusing fucking place (laughs) I've ever worked. But anyway, guys, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, A lot of this stuff that you may hear literally is a recap of stuff that we were originally going to do after that interview. Yeah. So if you've already heard it, feel free to skip through it. We will not be offended, and uh, again, we do apologize. But Letty, how you been since the last episode, man? Been all right. Uh, got a lot going on. All last week, I pulled twelves. Last oh, week was God. rough. God, I hate twelves. But but you got to get that extra money, you know, for Christmas, and then Ruby's birthday is January third, so it's like right after Christmas. So you gotta know, make make sure everything's taken care of. But I've been all right, trying to. Keep my shit together until the holidays are over with. <laughs> what no, about no. you, DT? God, dude, it's holiday time. I hate this t- time of year, man. I yeah. love it because, you know, you get to see, usually get to see a lot of your family, and it's a cool time with you and your family, but, my God, your wallet just says, look, dude, we're fucked. It's like we're hurting, man. It's like yeah, we're already hurting, but now now we, now we in ICU. <laughs> yeah. 
Kinsley turned four. That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. So we, yeah. we did a little something for our birthday. Didn't get to do what we had hoped, but again, man, things just been so hectic lately. Oh, yeah. And you you know, you usually strap for cash this time of year, but dude, we got her some cool stuff to, yeah. to negate a lot of the stuff we weren't able to do. I still see that some of that silly string is still on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That damn Spider Man toy. Um, <laughs> Finally got a damn another car after getting ripped off by that fat piece of shit down at K&J Motors, that uh, old cocksucker. But um, it's so funny, <laughs> dude. I, I go up and drive all the way to Elizabeth, and guys, that's pro- it's probably a good hour drive yeah, from where it I'm is. at. And I, I, my thing was, look, if at all possible, though it's same situation, I had a, a tad bit more money than last time. Not much. I think a couple hundred bucks. Look, dude, I'm going to try any way possible to avoid a freaking car lot avoid having payments well for about a week dude it wasn't looking good and and let me just say this to you people on facebook that sell vehicles damn near 90 percent of the posts that i clicked on something was wrong but well it doesn't have a transmission and they'll sit there oh it's a great car you keep reading and the damn <laughs> yes. transmission's out it's on like it. it's a great car it runs well and then you get like to the fine print it's like well the last time i cranked it was eight months ago yeah it needs an old change you know tune up you know it might be getting ready to throw a rod but it runs fantastic last time i drove it now look if you're doing that and you're just charging like five six Six, seven, eight hundred dollars for, I mean, and when I say eight hundred, I mean for a damn good car. Because you got to think, you go crush that car, you ain't getting, but maybe nowadays, four hundred dollars. A couple that, years ago, you might get five, six hundred. If that, now. yeah. So, some of y'all are just un- like charging twelve hundred dollars for a fucking two thousand or early two thousand model car that ain't even running. Or, or you're like you find like that ninety model Honda that everybody wants like four grand for, and I'm like, listen, my weed eater sounds better than that piece of shit you got sitting in the yard. Man, I'll tell you, dude, Hondas, because where everybody they're good on gas, the parts are cheap, dude. They were so hard to find, and like you said, the ones you did find, it was some asshole trying to yeah. act like they had a fucking BMW or something. They're trying to resell. Like, listen, man. <laughs> so <laughs> randomly. I'm like I'm like on the line about to just say screw it go to a car lot. Uh, one car I went and test drove it was like a Toyota Echo. Man, it looked good in the pictures. Yeah. I get up there, this thing is a. I'm like, all right, it's a. It looks doesn't look anything like the picture, but I will tell you what, I I'll drive it and judge from there. Well, these my. I get up there and of course everything they told me. There was some things they added that was wrong with it. Man, I drove this car. I started up. It makes a loud ass noise. I'm right then. I was like, no. I'm gonna drive down the road to enlighten these people. And it was some dude. I was talking to some chick. What the fuck? Okay, all right. Maybe your boyfriend. Whatever. I'll let it go. Man, I drive this thing down the road. It wasn't catching gear, like third, fourth gear. I don't know if it was just where it was sitting, but it didn't make sense. And man, if you deal with people like this, man, I hate it because you don't know these people. Yeah. I mean, what do they really got to lose? You, you know, you buy that shit, you're stuck with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, randomly, I'm looking, I find this 2000 Mazda Protégé. I'm like, all right. The car was red, the hood was black, and the trunk was black. But it looked kind of cool, yeah. as you as you see. And it had these little black rims. I'm like, oh, shit. So me and dude decided on a price. So my buddy Terry, and by the way, I got to give Terry a shout-out, dude. That dude has been picking me up, taking me home, taking me around to look at cars. 
damn good fucking dude, yeah. man. And he didn't have to do that. So he comes and gets me. I'm like, look, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. We fill in the tank. We going to Elizabeth. And now I knew this was going to be a fucking drive. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be this. We go up there, and I'm like, it looked just like the picture. I'm like, hell yeah. Dude seemed pretty cool, but again, you just never know. Yeah. I get in, drive it. At first, I thought something was up at the brakes, which he didn't mention. And this dude was straight up about everything, number one, that he posted and that he told me on the spot. He was like, hey, I'm going to be honest. It's been sitting for almost a month. And I drove it, and I was like, all right, hell yeah. I mean, only at 190-something thousand miles, which you buying a used car, yeah. that's about as good as you can oh, get, yeah, you know. I drove it all the way back to Greenville, dude. Everything was good. No tags. God, I was nervous <laughs> as shit, man. <laughs> Terry followed me all the way back. Poor guy took him the long way back because I got nervous on yeah. the interstate because the cop could see me in another lane with no tags. <laughs> with no tags. I make it all the way back. I'm like, hell yeah, next day I go to get tags because this was on a Sunday and the fucking thing don't start. Oh, shit. I'm like, I, I just, I can't win with these fucking cars, yeah, dude. I'm cursed. Again. Well, I called dude and I'm thinking he don't answer me back at first. And I was started getting mad, but then I remembered, well, it does take him a little bit to answer you back. Yeah. He finally answers me back. Hell, he gives me his phone number. Now, keep in mind, we went to this dude's house. I'm like... And surely he ain't going to screw us. Oh, and the title didn't have his name on it. It had some woman's name. So I'm like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is this, dude? Yeah. It come to find out a friend of mine said he probably just dabbles in cars. And, yeah, and, and didn't swap he left it over. A, yeah, well, he said he made an even swap because he had another tag. And I, I wasn't sure about that. friend of mine said, yeah, he wouldn't sign it if he did that. So we're good on that. But anyway... He calls He calls me. He tells me, I forgot to tell you, I'm sorry, when I put the new starter on, there's a hot wire I forgot to tighten down. He's like, if you can get under there and mess with it, it'll start. But if you can, get underneath there and tighten it up because it was dark when he yeah. was putting it on. And me, dude, let me tell you how bad I am at cars. <laughs> I was fucking with the alternator. <laughs> that's, how, that's how bad I am at cars. It hit me. I was like, I don't think this is the starter. And it wasn't. It was the alternator. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, with alternator. <laughs> I mean, look, man. The dude said he put a new alternator, a new starter. The the wheels seem to be good. The lights work. The damn heat is fucking hot as shit. Now I haven't really messed with the air conditioning. Everything seems to work as long as this ain't nothing serious. Yeah. We're good, you know. And but, there's Jesus on the back. Yeah, I didn't realize that until last night. There's a sticker of Jesus yeah. because Darcy got in the car and she was like. There's Jesus on the back of that car. And I was like, yeah, I've seen that. That's very confusing because I don't know if an older lady owned this and then this was passed to some younger chick. Because that car looks like, you know, like a like maybe like a high schooler yeah. or something at it. And then there's a picture of Jesus on there. Which, <laughs> Jesus is watching your back, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, there at first, because where I'm so paranoid over these cars, I was like, here we go. I got yep. fucked. I'm like getting ready to cuss, dude. I'm like, man. You didn't fix the alternator? He goes, dude, how would you have drove back to Greenville if I didn't fix the yeah. alternator? And I felt like the biggest dumbass. You're like, fuck, yeah. wrong, I'm wrong like part. That, I'm like, that's, yeah. Because I always get the alternator and starter mixed up. <laughs> but you can tell because when you turn a car over, right? If the starter's bad, it'll click. Yeah. Okay? My When I turn the key... It just, all the lights and everything come on, so it obviously ain't the battery. 
but it just won't crank it won't it doesn't click or nothing so you can tell that it's something like that you know i don't think it's anything serious at least i hope not and then a friend of mine this dude is like the bearer of bad news it could be the fuel pump i was like dude shut up (laughs) but i don't think it is because look man i mean i've been fooled before like the dude at k and j but this dude even my buddy terry was like dude he seems like a good guy the guy brought us to his house gave me his number he answered my phone call three times so i don't know but i know that was a long drawn out story but y'all know the luck i've been having but everything's going good but letty sorry to drag that out you good man we got a lot to talk about that we do so guys when you listen to this episode again feel free to skip through because this is going to be a long one oh yeah we have a lot in the music got a decent amount in gaming oh man the rant's going to be great oh it's going to be great so before we uh do our shout outs uh there's some things that we need to discuss so good news guys as you all know uh, vaping was under attack with this flavor ban uh you know your your ruby's father actually sent us both an article that it said the ban was supposed to take effect i believe it would have been last week yeah the fourth so i'm like oh god dude here we go this is it yep then all of a sudden last night i'm flipping through my notifications and i see on box.com which i'm going to read you an article from cnn that president trump backed off the flavor ban oh yeah because uh dc tagged me in it and then he tagged uh, ej in it so i went off and i tagged ruby's dad it was a site for sore eyes the november 9th rally in dc I think made a huge difference. Oh, yeah. uh, there was so many people there. Shout out to all those vaping YouTubers. Suck my mod. Uh, you got Grim Green, Dash Vapes, R- Ryan Hall, and all the guys from Mountain Vapors. I mean, dude, there was so many of those guys there. Uh, thousands of people showed up. And I believe what happened is President Trump was advised this was going to be an issue and that there was 150,000 jobs available now in the vaping industry and that he would basically lose voters. And obviously those 150,000 jobs would no longer be available and all those employees would, of course, lose their jobs. So I believe that's all that stuff factored in is why he backed off. Vaping doesn't go towards, you know, like the left or the right when it comes to politics. It's just if you vape you vape really and he saw how big this industry oh, yeah. really was and then he obviously had to see that rally and then i think he he realized man i don't know about this if, yeah. if i take this into effect maybe there's a different route i could take where i still can keep voters keep these these people happy so basically a cnn article it says president donald trump backed away from a proposal to ban flavored e-cigarettes New York Times reported Sunday, a Trump campaign advisor told CNN's Jim Acosta that Trump's political aides, including campaign manager Brad Parscale, warned him that such a ban may not be helpful with his base and that he should reconsider. Trump was persuaded by advisors to back off the proposal during a November 4th fight to a political rally in Kentucky, the Times said. Following the convention with advisors, Newspaper reported that Trump canceled the administration's planned announcement that was scheduled for the next day. There's 13 million people vaping, and and vaping, I think people now realize, Letty, that it's not just a fad, like a a phase. I mean, it's been around, like you got Rip Trippers, that probably the biggest vaping YouTuber out right now. Dude, that dude's been doing it for 10 years. Oh, yeah. So you see how big this industry has become. You got UK like we said before, putting it in their hospitals. 
A mistake that I really think the vaping industry made is calling it e-cigarettes. Yeah. Like we, I think we've discussed that before. I, I just really think that played somewhat of a factor. Maybe not a big role, but I mean, you're throwing cigarettes in. Yeah. See, that's one. That's one thing that I talked to with a woman that I work with. I was talking to her about how they lifted the ban because uh, a few guys at work had started talking to me about it, and you know, I'd inform them because they were they were older men, and uh-huh. I was telling them how the media has it all wrong and. I basically called what was making people sick, which was bootleg THC cartridges. I was telling her, I was like, there's a difference between an e-cig, like what you get at the gas station, yeah, and what I use. It should be called something completely different. It should. And, I mean, she even agreed with that because she, she goes, yeah, I tried an e-cig. It's nastier than hell. If you tried the ones that look like cigarettes... They're nasty. They are. And, and I'm going to tell you something else that hurts them, too. See, now... You're getting these companies, I even seen a British cigarette company that are also trying to develop e-cigarettes. Yeah. And it was funny to try to hear them play both sides of the fence while you're sitting here dealing out cigarettes that kill people. Then you want to sit over here and try to say you're trying to have a solution to the problem. Yeah. But you're the problem. Yeah. I think that put a dent in it. And plus, people don't understand they were just using vaping devices. They weren't using vaping juice, so I don't nope. even know how the hell the flavor ban even... I, mean, I know because It appeals the kids. to kids, and I'm just like, well, so do cigarettes, and, you know, they got, like, peach-flavored <laughs> and berry-flavored dip. But why would they do that, knowing, okay, let's make this product so it appeals to kids, knowing that wouldn't stand, and something would be done about it? That's yeah. stupid. And no one's going to make... No one thought, oh, man, I'm going to make this cotton candy glazed donut flavor and, and put it in an e-juice it's not going to go to a kid that's not what their intentions are their intentions are for you know adults trying to stop smoking cigarettes and they're like well this might appeal to somebody we'll see how good it is well yeah and like i said before vaping has been around for years and then all of a sudden you all are sitting here trying to tell me there's this big outbreak though we've had years to advance vaping make it safer put it through many labs now all of a sudden there's an outbreak if you had said that nine ten years ago maybe yeah when it first started getting big yeah i'd have been like okay yeah i can see that now i'm just like no see just these people get a vendetta and they're so quick to blame one thing Instead of looking in, yep. okay, well, maybe, what else could it be? Hey, Timmy, were you smoking weed? Tell me the truth. You know, because like we said, yeah. a lot of these kids were hiding the fact that they were smoking liquid THC. Yeah, the, the bootleg THC cartridges they probably got from some dude named Rick down from the damn trailer park right down the road. And again, let me reiterate, you know, we're not saying vaping is healthy for you. We're just simply saying it's an alternative to quit smoking cigarettes. There might have been deaths from vaping before these outbreaks. I don't know, but there's a lot of variables that could have went into that. I mean, what else were they doing? Are you sure it was vaping related? Just just questions that people were wanting answered. And last thing I'll say on that, I'm still not convinced that these outbreaks were all vaping related. Again, I think there's some people that held out that they had smoked the liquid THC or who knows, maybe something else. I know that from my experience, nothing that's going on with me is vaping related. And I've been vaping for what, probably four or five years now, maybe, yeah. give and or I've take. And been, I've been vaping for about two or three years straight. Yeah. So 
nothing's happened to me yet. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just ridiculous. I just really don't understand why this even came about. But, hey, I'm glad it's over. Hopefully we don't get nothing else brought up. But yep. we'll, we'll continue more on this for the rant. But let's move on. Okay, for our next story, guys, we got a... Uh, God, I don't know why I'm reporting this, uh, <laughs> but... It's different. <laughs> I think I'm doing it to remind you all, this is what happens when you make these idiot moron people famous. Famous, yeah. So, whoa, Vicky, you all may remember, is the girl that is white as shit but claims she's black. And then you got Bad Baby, who not only can't spell Bad Baby, but uh, was made famous when she went on Dr. Phil Phil and said the phrase, Catch me outside, Dr. Phil. How about that? Dr. Phil said, I'll whip your ass, little bitch. Send you to the ranch. I'll send you to the ranch. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Phil. Thank you. Anyway, these two idiots have been going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I think it started when Bad Baby reacted to some video. Whoa, Vicky, that racist song she did against Rice Gum. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, whoa, Vicky, please stop making music. Same to you, Bad Baby. Just please quit. stop. Please. So these two have been going back and forth. They almost got in a fight a few times. Well, finally, I guess Whoa, Vicky, I believe it was in Atlanta. Yep. The next thing you know, Bad Baby just brings her uh, cash me out ass in there and uh whoa vicky called her outside <laughs> and she was like how about that and we seen the video yeah. now i know bad babies went on there and made it out like oh no like she snuck her or something like that number one you rolled in on her yeah you were in her neck of the woods yeah she didn't know you were coming so if anybody snuck anybody you did and by the way if you're gonna sneak somebody don't get your ass whipped when you sneak somebody exactly if you're gonna sneak somebody you better go in there fuck shit up and then leave exactly and the video that i saw was whoa vicky on top of her whipping her yeah, ass yeah whoa vicky whoop bad baby's ass and you even heard uh i guess whoa vicky uh some dude in the background like let let her whip her ass let her <laughs> yeah. whip her ass he was just like just let him fight let her kick her ass yeah and then like bad baby is just like you gonna let me up and settle this right and i'm sitting there thinking you tried to sneak in on her well what didn't whoa vicky hit her when they stood up oh for a yeah minute? and then that dude grabbed her and they left i even her bodyguard was like look you got your ass whipped well we need to leave so we had hoped that would be it until I rolled up on this double XL article that said, Whoa, Vicky starts training for $1 million boxing match against Bad Baby. <laughs> so apparently, bad... yes, this is real, folks. Round you're you're two. not dreaming. So Fight. I guess Bad Baby just couldn't take the L and challenged Whoa, Vicky to a $1 million fight in the ring. And now, whoa, Vicky appears to have started training for her main event moment. Over here boxing. Uh, I'm sitting there like, this is street fight. Yeah. By the way, uh, I was watching Drama Alert, and uh, he said something about, whoa, Vicky had a new song, and now all of a sudden she's got them hands for a puss-ass hoe. <laughs> Let's quit, please. Please. Look, whoa, Vicky, you won. We don't need to hear a music video about it. You just won a fight. You beat up somebody that quite frankly we all hate except for the fact that we also do not like you exactly but this right here is embarrassing the fact that we they're, probably they're famous they are dude i can't believe this i mean there's people out here working hard you got one girl that don't know what color she is and then you got one girl 
Who can't spell bad and baby rotten. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And makes trash music. And I believe Bad Baby got a million-dollar music contract, million-plus. Granted, I haven't looked into it because I don't care. But it was a pretty top-notch label, I believe. And she has a makeup line. Yeah. I'm just like, bitch, what the fuck? All because you went on Dr. Phil and said, catch me outside. How about that? So, Dr. Phil, quit bringing these fucking delinquent, punk-ass kids on your show. We don't give a shit. Let their mama whip their ass. And that's that's what I'm saying. These little fucking kids need to learn respect. Because this shit right here, you never, when we were coming growing up, dude, you never seen this bullshit. Oh, no, because we got our asses beat. <laughs> my mom, one time, I told my mom like that, dude, she chased me up and in my room. I locked the door. My mom come through the door, splintered oh, yeah. that bitch. I said, look, I'm sorry, I'm done. Once I seen my mom come through that door, I was like, God. But anyway, this $1 million match, hopefully they both get knocked out to the point to where they neither one of them can speak, and we will rid this world of two trash human beings and trash music. We can't hear good rock music in the mainstream, but we can hear Woe Vicky and Bad Baby. That's sad. Thank you. Thank you. There was an article like, we don't even know how Woe Vicky's famous. No, seriously, no one knows. I think it was Keemstar put out that video of her saying, yeah, I know I'm white, but, you know, I went on that uh, Ancestor.com and I'm black. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God, please stop. Oh, man. Anyway, Letty, who you shouting out this week? Uh, Shout-outs for this week. You know, I always got to shout-out Ruby. We're in the midst of cheer season, yeah, and, yeah. like, I'm excited because she, she does better and better every time. That's awesome. I, I see her go out and cheer. They uh, finally had their first home game, so they got to go out there and do the halftime show. All the girls did great. Ruby was in the middle of them, especially at the second game. We had a doubleheader this past Saturday. Oh, putting in work. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got to give a shout-out to DT for giving me this opportunity. Yep. Oh, man, I love coming on here and <laughs> talking about stupid shit like, whoa, Vicky and God, Bad Baby. God, help us. <laughs> got to give a shout-out to all the friends and family that's been on here without y'all. Making some of them episodes, it would we we, yeah, we wouldn't have a blast. Time. It always it's is. Time. It's always a good time whenever we have guests on here. And I really hate we couldn't put out that yeah. episode because, dude, it was seriously, so much fun, it dude. was fun. It was great. Got to give a shout out to all the listeners. Whether you've been here since day one, this is the first episode you're listening to. Thank you for your support because without you guys listening to us, we wouldn't be doing this. DT, who you shouting out? Got to shout out my beautiful family, man. We've been drugged through the mud, man, but. We don't give up. We come through. Now it's just about catching up some of the bills, getting this car going, and we'll be good, man. You know, back to working six days a week. But, hey, that's the grind. My family's with me, so we're going to be fine, man. We'll be all right. Got to thank Letty, co-host of the year. Are we yeah. rocking. Yeah, we, we, took a little, we took a little time. Things happen, but we adjust. We come back on here, and, uh, you know, like I said, guys, we'll make up for it. No big deal things happen in life you can't control it and it's all good gotta thank the man the myth the legend kellen the man that inspired me to do this podcast it's always been in the back of my mind and here we are so gotta always gotta show love to kellen i, I miss that dude i haven't talked to him in a while kellen holla at me man and thank you gotta give a shout out to everybody that's been on the show man thank you guys so much and uh it's great times when we have you guys on and it's always a pleasure and uh we'll have more of you guys on and we'll fix this sound issue and we'll be good to go 
Got to give a shout out to all our family, friends, new listeners, everybody that has followed any of our social media pages, any of our streaming platforms. We thank you guys so much. And guys, go like the Anchor page, anchor.fm backslash r-s-s-podcast. Give us a follow, Facebook, at RSS Podcast. Those are the main two spots, guys, where we post anything about the show as far as Facebook. Always goes there first, and then Anchor has all our audio episodes. Hopefully soon we'll have some video up on our YouTube channel, but we've had to put that off for a little while. But thank you guys for all the support. We greatly appreciate it. All right, Letty, let's talk Music! Music! We got a lot to go. Oh, man, we got a lot to go. We got a lot to show. We might not. All right. Uh, <laughs> guys, we just got some news literally a minute ago as far as the new Epicenter coming up May 1st through the 3rd, 2020. And, oh, yeah. Uh, My mom literally just tagged me in this. Yes. But first, we're going to kick it off with some reunions that uh, a couple of these I'm excited about. Oh, One, yeah. one I, I think it's cool, but I'm not a huge fan but the one to start off with, guys, one band that I've always wanted to see. Dun, uh, dun, dun, one was the Deftones and uh, wigged out on acid. Unfortunately, wasn't able to. So they're definitely one. But one that I would have to say is equally, probably a little bit ahead of that, is Rage Against the Machine. Yes. I love Prophets of Rage, which is the Rage lineup. Yeah. And then you add in Chuck D and... Um, be real from Cypress Hill. Yeah. I, I want to see the original Rage. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> we might have that opportunity because Rage Against the Machine announced 2020 reunion. Yes. Rage Against Whoa. the Machine is back at a time where we really need them. Thank God. So at first I thought this was just a rumor. On Lowwire.com, though, this article pops up, and it basically says Brad Wilk, who I didn't know was dating Juliette Lewis. Y'all might know her from Natural Born Killers. She's in a bunch of good movies. Oh, she is. But it all started when an Instagram account with the handle Rage Against the Machines shared a list of 2020 quote-unquote reunion tour dates. The post claimed Rage will perform a handful of shows in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and the Coachella Festival in California. And those would be El Paso, Texas, March 26, 2020. La Cruces, New Mexico, March 28, 2020. Phoenix, Arizona, March 30th. Indio, California, April 10th and the 17th. So those are the shows announced so far. The same photo was also shared by Tom Morello on his official Instagram page four days earlier. Then it says musicians and actress Juliette Lewis, who is currently in a relationship with Rage Against the Machine drummer Brad Wilk, follows Rage Against the Machine on Instagram and likes the post. Things get even more interesting, however, as a Rage Against the Machine fan page claims Lewis reached out to them, confirming the reunion shows are legitimate. They even included a screenshot. And I, I believe this is real. Dude, with all that's going on, this is at a time we need rage. Nothing against yeah. Prophets of Rage. I love them. Great band. Hell yeah, great idea. But Zach De La Rocha, dude, is just one of the most powerful vocalists. I mean, he's alongside Maynard, Chino, and all the greats. In my eyes, 
Rage Against the Machine has always been in my top three, five favorite bands of all time. Probably my top three. No bullshit. Because it probably goes Pink Floyd, Rage Against the Machine, Death Tones. Yeah. I'm telling you, I would love to go to this concert. Of course, I can't go to Texas, Arizona, or, or New Mexico. But hopefully, they'll do one good tour around the world. Oh, you know? yeah. If this happens, and I don't give a shit if they, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, no, even if they and hit up Georgia, Florida. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's like, what, a 10-hour drive? Yeah. Or be, if they hit up somewhere in Ohio, that's like five or six hours away. Yes, because every video of every live show I've seen a Rage Against Machine, name one boring one. I can't. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, every one of their shows, oh my God, dude, I've always loved Rage, and they've always been one of my favorites. But, Letty, what do you think? I mean, I'm excited. If they get close, I definitely want to go see them. Whenever I first heard Bulls on Parade and then uh, the Renegades of Funk, oh my God, some of the best fucking music I've ever listened to. I'm excited. I want them to come close because if I can, I'll be there. Me and DT will be there. You damn right. Bulls on Parade, classic. I went back to their original self-titled album. I love every song on that album. I mean, I like the bonus track. Ghost of Tom Joad. Oh, I love that song, too. I damn near like about every song Rage has put out, honestly. They're one of the bands that I could hear any song and love it. Oh, yeah, and that's very rare, especially nowadays. very rare. But, guys, let us know what you think. If there's any Rage Against the Machine fans, hey, this is good news. This is good for rock music because Rage Against the Machine, they come out and they talk stuff that impacts our society, stuff, yeah. political stuff, stuff that they're for the people. They really are, and and they've never strayed from that. They've never acted like they're something else. I'm, I'm really excited about this, oh, yeah. and I'm if they come anywhere near here, dude, I will be there. I don't give a damn. I'll walk to that fucking concert. <laughs> Another reunion we got coming up, uh, My Chemical Romance. It's crazy that they actually decided to get back together because I remember back in, was it 2011, 2012, that they called it quits? Why did they? Honestly, I don't know. I mean... I don't think they said. I don't I don't think they did either, but I mean, I really liked... I, I liked some of their songs. I wasn't like the huge fan that a lot of like people who was going through their emo phases yeah, was. I, I mean, have. I had my own emo phase, but I was listening to like... What was the one, the ghost of... Uh, uh, the Ghost of You. The Ghost of You, I love oh, that Oh, that song. is an amazing song. Or <laughs> yeah. Helena. I wasn't a huge fan of My Chemical Romance, but dude, they were fucking huge when they, they came were. out. They were. They were huge. Uh, I think it's funny because like back then, you either liked Panic at the Disco or yep. My Chemical Romance. Yep, yeah. It was like a, a, like a little battle. Yeah, it was two. back in the day. Thing is, I always went more towards Panic at the Disco, but I liked them both. If I had to choose, I would choose My Chemical Romance. I just wasn't the biggest fan of Panic at the Disco. Says the band will perform in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan next year. My Chemical Romance will also play Japan's Download Festival in March 2020. Following the news of their big reunion concert at the Shrine Expo Hall in Los Angeles on December 20th, My Chemical Romance have announced four more reunion shows for 2020. The band will perform as part of the Download Festival in Melbourne and Sydney on March 20th and 21st, 2020, and in Japan on March 29th. My Chemical Romance will also join Jimmy Eat World in Western Springs, New Zealand on March 25th, 2020. 
So that's cool. They're not coming to the U.S. so no, far. No, they're, they're only playing in California, and that's it. Oh, my God. Download Festival in Sydney and Melbourne. Listen to this. Deftones, Jimmy Eat World, Clutch, Ministry, In Flames, Testament. Dude, Ail- I really want to Ailstorm. Oh, come on. Lacuna Cool, dude. What? what? Hands, The Houses, In Hearts Wake, The H.U. Baronis. Wait, where's this one at? And New Year's Day will be there. Clowns, Venom Prison. Skin, Thornhill, Disentomb, Stand Atlantic, Plenty, Red Hook, Dreg, plus more to be announced. So that's in uh, Melbourne and Sydney, Australia. Well, here's some that I'm getting that's in the UK. Apparently Kiss, Iron Maiden, System of a Down, Deftones, Corn, The Offspring, and Gojira. Black Veil Brides, Daughtry, L Storm of Mice and Men, plus many more to be announced. And this is at... This is in, uh, it just says UK 2020. Oh, yeah, right there. That's in Japan. Wow, yeah. This one here is at Donington Park. Oh, well, here's one. My Chemical Romance, Offspring, Evanescence, Jimmy Eat World, In Flames, At the Gates, and then it says uh, more to be announced. Oh, yeah, here's one in Madrid, Download Festival, Scorpions. Papa Roach, Taking Back Sunday. Jesus. Uh, the Gimme Gimmies, that's just one day. And then another day, you got Slipknot, Amon Amarth, Stone Temple Pilots. What? Stone Temple Pilots? And then uh, another day, this is all in the same place. This is in Madrid. You got Tool, Sum 41, Architects, Soulfly, State Champs. Dude, Soulfly's back? Apparently. Oh, they're going to be shit. playing in Madrid. Everything good is overseas. <laughs> yeah, dude, really. My Chemical Romance, though, that's some good venues to jump on, though. Well done, dude. Hell yeah. If anybody's a fan of any of those shows or My Chemical Romance, let us know your favorite song, by the way, from Rage Against the Machine, My Chemical Romance. Let us know if you all, A, are into them. Have seen Obviously, them before. Uh, uh, yeah, if you've seen them live, and then let us know your favorite song. And then let us know if you lived in any of these countries which one of those venues you would go to. I would probably pick, damn, the one with Tool. Madrid? Yeah, yeah, Madrid one. All right, the last reunion we got, Motley Crue, who is now 75 years old. Holy shit. And uh, though the heroin didn't get them, they're still going to tour. I know, right? Yeah, and Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, set 2020 stadium tour. Quote, there is no amount of money that would ever make me do it again because I have such pride in how we're ending it. Unquote, Nikki Six said in 2014. And now look, they're eating their words, yeah, they apparently. Are. And that's better than eating heroin. I huh? mean, Nikki exactly. Six, that, guy, that guy's <laughs> body must be made of steel, dude. That dude did more drugs than Fear I and mean, Loathing in Las Vegas. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, they literally have a song that's about Nikki Six ODing. Kickstart my heart. Kickstart my heart. Yeah, that song right. is about him ODing and bringing him back to life. And I'm like, oh shit. Come on, Nikki Six. You a, you a crazy son of a bitch. He is. Motley Crue released a video Monday officially announcing their upcoming reunion in 2020. They'll be kicking off a U.S. stadium tour with Poison and Def Leppard. While specific dates and venues have yet to be announced, the three acts will perform at stadiums around the country. And I will tell you this, hands down, Def Leppard, if you've never seen them live, you need to. They put on one hell of a fucking show. 
Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I think this would be good for a lot of the their older fans and stuff and, and some of their newer ones. Well, yeah, they can actually sit down in stadiums instead of, you know, standing in the fucking crowd and being a bunch of douchebags whenever I'm trying to go show my titties to them. Yeah, really. <laughs> really. All I wanted to do was show the one-armed drummer my titties because yeah. he, he deserved it. Yeah, I he couldn't, deserved I, it. I couldn't even get up there. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> a bunch of old-ass people looking at me like I'm retarded. I'm sorry you don't know how to jam out to good fucking music. Exactly. <laughs> guys, if you're a fan of any of Poison, Def Leppard, or The Motley Crue, let us know. Hell, if any of you old heads have seen them, let us know, man. Let us know y'all's favorite songs, man. Definitely. All right, next, Letty. News that just came in from Letty's mom. Shout out to Letty's mom. We Thanks, got, mom. <laughs> we got the new lineup at Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina's Epicenter. Also May, known as, well, previously known as Carolina Rebellion. Rebellion. Yes, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2020 at Rock City Campgrounds. Letty, you start with Friday. I'll read Saturday. You can end it All with right. Sunday's lineups. Friday. I mean, Talica headlines two days. We've Shocker. Done, yeah, we, we've done discussed this. No one really cares. Yeah. But besides Metallica, you got Godsmack. Papa Roach, David Lee Roth. Listen, if I could go see him and listen to him play Yankee Rose, that is hands down one of my favorite songs by him. Oh, Royal Blood, I Prevail, Ghost Mane, Ice Nine Kills, The Darkness, Star Set, Sick of It All, Agnostic Front. There's some question marks, so I'm guessing they could be adding some more people. New Year's Day, seen them twice, loved them both times. Bones UK, Fire from the Gods, Three Teeth, NASCAR, NASCAR Allo, that's a, an yeah, amazing a, name. Yeah. <laughs> Joyous Wolf, Kill Station, Stitched Up Heart, Hero the Band, and Through Fire. That Hero the Band's a cool name. Yeah, man. Like, uh, if I had to pick here, definitely not Metallica. Not a, I, I would probably end my night at Godsmack. Cause they throw a hill. I wasn't. Even I would there. love to see Soliano play live. Yeah, I, I have. I've seen Godsmack. I was not a fan of them until I seen them oh, live. Shit. I'm gonna be honest. They have a hell of a show. A hell of a, the coolest stage setup I've seen, dude. Uh, I would see Papa Roach, uh, David Lee Roth, yeah, just for the classics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I Prevail, Ghostman. I, I would like to see them, yeah. Ice Nine Kills, yeah. and then I'd probably end it with New Year's Day. They're, they're New Year's Day, both times I've seen them, put on an amazing show. Like, that bitch gets up there, and she knows how to entertain a crowd. Hell, yeah. Who would you see out of those? Pro I mean, I would, I would give Metallica a chance. Just because I've not seen them live, but yeah. I would only go to one set. I would see Godsmack, Papa Roach, David Lee Roth, I Prevail, Ghost Main, Einstein Kills. I'd probably give a Star Set a chance because I've actually listened. I've actually heard them. And mm -hmm. New Year's Day, I would I would go listen to NASCAR Allo just because of their fucking name. Yeah, right. And band, uh, Hero the Band. Yeah, Hero <laughs> the Band. Saturday's lineup: We got Disturbed. Leonard Skinner, Stain, Chevelle, Cypress Hill, Anthrax, Alter Bridge, Code Orange of Mice and Men, St. Anasonia, Ginger, Crown the Empire, Anti-Flag, City Morgue, Dinosaur Pileup, Clint Lowry, Broken, Broken Love, Love Brutus. Brutus, Tooth Grinder, Brass Against, Selfish Things, Zero, 936, Like Machines. Who would you see out of those ladies? Oh, man. Okay, Disturbed, of course. Maybe Skinnered because I ain't going to lie. When I went to 111, I was so tired and was ready to lay down because of moshing to Anthrax and, and Slayer. 
I didn't really. I got to listen to them play three songs and then I went to bed. I would love to see Stained, Chevelle, Cypress Hill. I would see Anthrax again. I would see Alter Bridge again. Of Mice and Men, I'd see them again. Crown the Empire, I'd love to see them again. And Tooth Grinder. I've, I've heard that name before and I've heard that they put on a good show. Right. What about you? I'd see, uh, I'd check out old Scannard. Stain, Chevelle, Cypress Hill. Got to be honest, not a big fan of Disturbed. I thought they sucked live when I said oh, really? that Ozfest 2000. Yeah, I, I just wasn't a huge fan. Definitely see Anthrax, Alter Bridge, of Mice and Men. I would see Crown the Empire, Anti-Flag, a classic punk band. I would definitely check them out. And I'd probably check out Tooth Grinder. That would be Oh, it. yeah. All right, Sunday, uh, the last day. For Sunday, we got, you know, Metallica again, Deftones, Volbeat, Gojira, Rancid, Dropkick Murphys, Hell Yeah, Bad Wolves, Hollywood Undead, Sleeping with Sirens, Power Trip, Amity Affliction, Dace Rocks, Goodbye June, Airborne, Stray from the Path, Plague Vendor, Ego, Ego Kill Talent. I'm guessing that's one band. Yeah, that's kind of High cool. Powered, Skinned. And more to be announced. Uh, I would check out for sure Deftones. I'd, yes. I'd, I'd skip Metallica yet again. <laughs> Gojira, Rancid, dude. Oh my God, I haven't heard them. I haven't so heard that long. name in a while. Just, ruby, 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 so I actually saw that. It popped in my head the other day, and I checked that song out. Dude. <laughs> I, I had to. Dropkick Murphys. That's another cool punk band. Hell yeah, I would definitely check them out. Bad Wolves. Oh yeah. Chad Gray, go back to Mudbane, dude. Quit doing Please, this. Please, quit to being us. a douchebag. Quit and doing listen, it. Listen, if Rage Against the Machines can get back together, yeah. and if Motley Crue can put on another yes. damn tour, we can get Mudbane. And Motley Crue's 90. Exactly. Come on, Chad. <laughs> I definitely see Hollywood Undead. Yes. Definitely. Oh, my God, And yes. as a matter of fact, I don't understand why they're so low. It should go Metallica, Deftones, Hell Yeah, Hollywood Undead, then Bad Wolves, and then Gojira, Rancid, and so on. Uh, Sleeping with Sirens, for sure. Definitely the Amity Affliction. Amazing. Yeah, and that, that I'll be honest, I would probably be it for me all right for me uh deftones i might check out volbeat back in the day when i first listened to him i hate him because of the dude's voice maybe yeah. if i hear him live i might get a new respect yeah, for him. maybe i would definitely listen to gojira again they they're amazing live rancid of course dropkick murphy's hell yeah bad wolves i have to check out hollywood undead yes. i might actually go to this just for hollywood undead sleeping with sirens they were the only people at 111 to have a death wall. Mm. I'd definitely go see them again. I want to see Hell Yeah, Bad Wolves. Wait, I just repeated myself. I'm so excited. <laughs> the Amity Affliction, of course, they were great live. Uh, Plague Vendor. And, I mean, I want to see if they actually add more people. I'm interested to see. But, guys, let us know out of those lineups who you would check out. The Epicenter, I'm telling you, that getting better day, every year. That yeah. third day is fire. Yeah, dude. I mean, legendary. Like, these festivals, man, they just get better They're and getting better, better and better. That's just one festival. Now, you got to remember, there's six more festivals that's left. Oh, yeah. Because you got Bonnaroo. You have uh, Welcome to Rockville in, in Jacksonville, Florida. The one in Sacramento that I can't think of. can't think of the name of it to save my life. You got Sonic Temple in uh, Ohio. We got one exit one eleven, and then I mean, if you want to count Coachella, since Rage Against the Machine's gonna be playing there, yeah, 
So we still got more amazing lineups that I'm I can't wait to see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, guys. I I can't wait. I'm pumped. Uh, hopefully, I, I'm going to hit a festival, man, next year. I, I'm gonna make it a mission of mine. All right, final music news. Uh, oh, Drake. Y'all know Drake. He's famous as hell. Well, oh, Drake. He is. And uh, Tyler, the creator, who is a fucking moron, uh, apparently has a <laughs> creator's camp flog gnaw fest. Yeah, flog gnaw. Nah. Flog gnaw kind of sums it up for old Tyler, the creator. But uh, apparently, old Drizzy Drake with a headliner, uh, folks said, no, thank you. And booed <laughs> exactly. his ass off stage. They did. Um, from what I was able to gather on this story, because it came up on a, a Snapchat thing and on iHeartRadio on Snapchat, and I just couldn't believe it. They had a, a mystery headliner, and the crowd thought, you know, based on Tyler, the Creator's taste in music, is going to be Frank Ocean. Everyone assumed it was going to be Frank Ocean. So whenever Drake came out, everyone was highly disappointed. Everyone was pissed. So what he did was he played he played some songs. They kept booing him and booing him. And I actually have a quote right here of what he said. He said, like I said, I'm here for you. Yep. And if you want me to keep going, I'll keep going. And apparently the disrespectful pieces of shit, Tyler, the creator fans. It says, well, look, it's been love. I love y'all. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. And then follows it up with the news. And this kind of follows up with the news. They said, surprise, I just signed a 10-year residency with Camp Flognaw. I'll be here until y'all are 30. You can't Number one, <laughs> how do we know it's going to be around in 10 years? I mean, if they keep booing people off, why would someone go and perform at a festival where you got these, like, spoiled-ass 20-year-olds? That boo Drake, Yeah. of all people. I mean, look, man, whether you a big Drake fan or not, you a liar if you don't like at least one song. I mean, best I ever had forever, uh, but that's about it. I mean, look, I'm not a real big Drake fan, but, I mean, I don't dislike the guy enough to where I would boo him. Yeah, I could uh, just be like, hey, I seen Drake live. It was okay. I mean, I was a musician. Granted, I wasn't playing big venues like this. Even even if it's another musician, rapper, singer, even if I don't like the style of music, it pisses me off when people do shit like that. Talk while people's playing, yell out disrespectful shit, boo, whatever. Man, y'all don't know how hard it is to get up in front of tens of thousands, whatever, millions. millions of people and fucking play music. Yeah. So it's easy for you to sit down here and be a dick. Well, he didn't have to do that. The way I see it is when you go to something like that, I went for the experience when I went to mine. If I would have went up there and started booing someone off the stage, especially it being the last act of everything... Why would you want that experience to end so quickly? Exactly. I mean, dude, give him a fucking chance, man. It just goes to show you, man, some of this generation, most of them are just... Fucking Gen Z. Yeah, they're just disrespectful fucking pricks, man. They, they don't know good music. I mean, I mean, give them the respect, man. Yeah, give them the respect. He came out, he's given, he's given you some of his time when he could be at home chilling with his, like, Hundreds of millions of dollars just sitting there with Hey, him. if I'm Drake, I'm not mad. Hey, hey, I got fucking paid. Yeah, I mean, 
He wasn't too mad. Um, I know Tyler, the creator, was fucking pissed. He went off on his fans. He put- I, I would have went out there and said, everybody that just booed, get the fuck out. I swear I would have. The I'd have whole been damn like, crowd would have had to left. I, I don't give a damn. Yeah, because that, mean, come that on. video was crazy because I'm just like, are you serious? They're, they're booing. I've never seen someone actually booed off of a stage. Well, Tyler Creators, you know, I mean, he's a, although a unique rapper or whatever, I mean, I don't personally like him or care for him, but come on, man. If that's the type of fans you're bringing in, no thank you. You can walk the fuck out with them. It's not quoted, but it was around the lines of, I'll bring in one of the top performers in the world. He's like, Drake is fucking fire, and you booed him off the stage. Yeah. He was a headliner. Yeah. I, I would have been pissed too, but guys, let us know what you think. If you're a fan of Drake, what what's your take on this? If you're a fan of Tyler the Creator, what's your take, man? Hell, I don't know, man. I just think this is crazy. It man. is crazy to hear Drake get booed off of a stage. That just goes to show you, music is just shitty now. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. That's going to do it for music news, guys. On to... First big news, guys, uh, this is now probably a week or so old, but uh, the streamer Shroud, who was one of the top streamers on Twitch, yep. as you all know, a lot of big streamers, they're moving. They're saying, look, Twitch, bye, bitch. Bye, Felicia. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, they're tired of it, and quite frankly, I love this. Fuck Twitch. They deserve it. They brought it on themselves. Maybe now they'll wake up and be like, look, my top two streamers have left. So now, not only when you go on Mixer can you see Ninja, you can now see Shroud. So you get a little Fortnite, you go over to Shroud, who rocks Call of Duty. So he is now the next big streamer that has moved to Mixer, man. Mixer is making big moves. Michael Shroud, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Smith is the latest streamer to migrate from Twitch to Mixer. Microsoft's live streaming platform has poached one of the top first-person shooter personalities in the gaming world, growing its reach substantially. Shroud began his career as a professional Counter-Strike global offensive player, but quickly amassed a following streaming battle royale games like Player Unknown's Battleground, aka PUBG, and Apex Legends. Dude, he's a beast at both of them. Quote, the move to Mixer allows me to focus on what I love, gaming, Shroud told exactly. Newsweek. Quote, I want to stream for my fans and directly engage with my gaming friends, and Mixer allows me to do that with more interactivity and variety, unquote. So that's his big news, man. I mean, Shroud, like I said, him and Ninja were one and two yeah. on Twitch. So you take them two off the board, dude. I mean, they got to be feeling it. I mean, They have to be. And if you're the fucking CEO of Twitch, which he's a fucking idiot, let's be honest, he's this probably isn't going to make him change his ways. You got to be taking a hard look at, oh, shit. What is going on? I mean, who's next? Yeah. You know, yeah, there's still people going to Twitch. But I think this is a, a big statement that, hey, Twitch, we don't fucking need you. Yeah. You need us just as much as we need you. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who used to stream on Twitch, a lot of YouTubers that now just stream on YouTube. Yeah. and, so and They've lost a lot of people. They really have. And, and I hope Mixer keeps these guys happy because I, I want Mixer to succeed. Oh, and, yeah. And I like seeing Mixer go from from the little brother to they're moving up to the fucking big brother oh, dude yeah. i mean if they keep this momentum going 
and keep doing this, I mean, dude, they could easily be a big player with YouTube and Twitch. They could, they could be. be right there. And I think grabbing Shroud was genius. It I was. mean, you got their number one and two guy, dude. That that wasn't easy. I'm sure. I'm sure they had to pay for it. And let's be honest, this is probably more leaning toward the money aspect of it. But still, I mean, what's it matter? These guys bring a lot of people in. They do. I think it says here, Shroud had what he's got three hundred and sixty thousand followers on his mi Oh, this is his mix. Oh, damn. Yeah, and uh, Thursday night playing the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which we'll talk about shortly. He peaked at seven seventy-eight thousand viewers. Damn. And his mixer channel, like I said, currently has 360,000 followers. Dude, that is a shitload. That's a lot of wow. fucking people. If you're a fan of Shroud, like I said, he's really good at Apex Legends. But, I mean, he's new, good at the new COD, too. But, man, that dude on Apex Legends, I, I, he's got to be one of the top players. Damn. But, Lady, what do you think about this before we move on, man? I mean, I think it's crazy. I mean, congratulations to Mixer. Hopefully soon more people on twitch will realize how trash they are mm -hmm. and we will no longer have to be talking about twitch yeah exactly it would be nice i mean if twitch like changes some shit then, then good for them but yeah. i don't see them coming back from losing one and two <laughs> they better not be a if they better be changing yeah some they shit. better be changing some shit like quit going to them titty streamers and yeah come on man put them bitches on Pornhub and let's move on exactly anyway. Courage JD, another one of my favorite streamers who I thought was going to be the third to move to Mixer. Uh, he put out some kind of some hint videos. Yeah. He did these cool skits and stuff. And uh, it was looking like he was going to be going to Mixer. As you know, he's good friends with Ninja. They play Fortnite together a lot. But he instead chose to leave Twitch to go to YouTube Gaming. So he's probably in the top ten. So yeah. you've got three of your... Heavy top hitters. streamer, yeah, left, and I personally think this was a smart move for Courage JD to go to YouTube Gaming because when Nick A30 left YouTube, he was the number one Fortnite streamer, and with Nick A30 gone to Twitch, I think Courage JD will easily take the number one streaming spot for Fortnite on YouTube Gaming. Courage JD is a multi-platform content creator, most widely known for his entertaining Fortnite live streams over on Twitch, or I mean YouTube gaming. After teasing an announcement throughout the past week, Courage finally announced that he will be leaving Twitch after striking a deal with YouTube. So the move to YouTube gaming for Courage JD comes as a surprise, but not for obvious reasons. Courage hopped a big announcement would be coming on November 4th, with sparse details, the community came to the conclusion that he would be leaving Twitch, but for what platform? I like Courage JD. He's a damn good announcer, a damn good Fortnite player, and I think that I think this was smart. I mean, I wish he would have went to Mixer to join everybody, but YouTube's cool too. Oh yeah. But I, have you ever watched Courage? Um, no, I can't say I have, but I have heard him. I have I've heard of him a lot actually. I've actually watched Ninja and a little bit of Shroud, so. Yeah. Well, Courage, he's funny and he's entertaining. Uh, he's got like this big crush on Ariana Grande. But, <laughs> so it's cool. You know, he joins 100 Thieves. Yeah. You know, he starts that Nate Shot and Courage podcast. And then now he's on YouTube Gaming. So, hey, dude, these guys are making big moves. It's cool to see streamers 
being in the limelight, making moves, making dough. Good God, these guys and are making And getting away dope. from Twitch. Yeah, so it goes to show you, hey, gaming gaming is uh, huge now, and I'm happy for these guys. Same. Next, in an emotional video, Fortnite YouTuber, gamer, Faze Jarvis. As you all know, Jarvis K is what he goes by, his older brother, Faze K. But anyway, he's a big FaZe member. He's been with them for a while. He was banned permanently from Fortnite. Damn. You may be asking, oh shit, what'd he do? Basically, aimbot, it's, it's a hack, a cheat, whatever, that basically you don't miss a shot. Yeah. Well, Jarvis just simply made a video using it. He didn't go to any rank-type matches. He was just messing around in creative mode and playground. It was a stupid move. I was sitting there watching the video like, what the f hell are you doing, Jarvis? He's like, why are you putting this out here? Yeah, and he's even sitting there, I'll probably get banned for this. He did it on it, not, not on his main account. But what Epic Games will do is they'll IP ban you. And when they do that, I don't give a shit what account you're on. He made a video where he got emotional. He started crying. And, and you know, look, man, I've seen a lot of people giving this dude shit. Look, man, this, this this game has made a lot of people's careers. Yeah, it they, has. They made a lot of people huge. This guy, I think he's got like 2 million plus subscribers. And he played Fortnite. He yeah. didn't play any other games. And now that's gone. And you don't understand why the dude's fucking emotional? I mean, that, what's he going to do now? I mean, yeah, he could go play another game, and I hope he does. And I hope this band is lifted. I personally think this was a little harsh. Yeah, it should have been, like we discussed earlier, maybe a three- or six-month ban. Yeah, that's it. I mean, come on, man. Epic Not Games, permanently. Yeah, I mean, if he was going into... Like, ranked. Yeah, ranked solo squads, duos, and was just murking people, yeah, whatever. But, dude, you clearly see he was just screwing around. I'm not condoning it. I think if you cheat, hack, whatever, you should be banned. But come on, man. It was harmless. Jarvis, man, keep your head up. And to all you people that were making fun of him, giving him shit, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You don't understand passion if you don't understand why this dude was emotional. What, what do you think, Letty? Let's say that happened to you. Yeah, I would be kind of pissed. I mean, yes, he, I'd bring it upon myself, and he brought it upon himself. I mean, playing around... He sh shouldn't have uploaded the video in the first place. I agree. And even even he said, I'm probably going to get banned for this. He probably wasn't thinking a permaban. Yeah. He's probably thinking obviously. like a three to six month ban. Maybe a year at the most. No, I think he just thought that his second account would get banned. I don't think that he thought he would get a permaban, IP ban, whatever you want to call it. And most certainly that it would be permanent. Honestly, I think he made the crime video to hopefully Epic Games will see it. Let's hope so. Yeah. I mean, let's hope the band gets lifted. Well, the perma band does. And they just go like, hey, here's a three-month ban. Do it again. You're done. It's a touchy subject because he was hacking, a.k.a. cheating. So, though it was justified, I just think it was a little harsh. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like... They need to lift it. Give the guy a chance, man. I mean, dude, he's a young dude. He I ain't even 18. Think about it. He's living in the cloud house, an $11 million mansion. You've got to think of good content every day. Yeah. This kid grinds and does it. He had to grow up at a young age, his brother, 
Phase K. You got to live up to him who he's been in phase forever. I mean, the dude's got a lot of pressure, man. And like I said, everybody will admit, look, dude, it was stupid. But a perma ban? Damn, dude. I mean, that's a little harsh. If the dude played a wide variety of games, yeah, I'm sure he plays Call of Duty and stuff like that every now and then. But, he's but let's be. Not yeah, as most of his as... fans are Fortnite fans. And you just took probably 90% of his content away from him. Yep. I hope he keeps going. Most importantly, I hope the ban is lifted. And I mean, look, guys, don't be hacking, cheating. That shit's dumb as hell. And this just goes to show you that Epic Games ain't playing that shit. Nope. I agree, but I feel like you need to do warning, three to six month ban. Really, he should have just got a warning. Yeah. If he was in ranked matches, three to six month ban. You do it a third time, you're done. There's been a couple YouTubers that have got their accounts back, like Tifu got his back, you yeah, remember? He did. Uh Landon, who was the first guy to have a million V Bucks on his account. He had hackers and stuff on all the time. And by the way, that dude it took a while to get banned. <laughs> and yeah, and he got his back, so let's hope FaZe Jarvis gets his back. That kid is unfucking believable at the game. And the fact that we won't be seeing it, man, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. If you're a Fortnite fan. Anyway. All right, guys, we got some game reviews. Letty, what's Borderlands 3 like? It is fucking amazing, guys. Uh, the story so far has me emotionally tied into it. <laughs> and that's how you know it's a good game. So far, a lot of shit has happened. They've added so much to this game, and it makes me so happy. This was worth the wait. Ever since, like, whenever Borderlands 2 came out in 2012, yeah, this was worth the wait. There's multiple planets you can go to. I've done been... I'm on Eden 6, which I'm kind of behind in the story. I've been doing uh, what they call the, uh, the the bloodening. It's a seasonal thing that happened. It started in October. It goes all the way until, I think, December 5th. I think the dude's name is Maurice. You catch these uh, ghost plasmas, and then you go to this place called the Heck Hole. Mm -hmm. And it's like a gauntlet run to go and kill a boss, and you can farm it and get all these uh, amazing rare, the oranges, the rare um, guns and shields, and I think there's a grenade. They also have like these little challenges you can do. It's pretty cool. I think I've killed this boss at least a total of 15 times so far. Ruby loves the game. Uh, we've been having a blast. One thing that I think is really damn cool is a lot of the guns you can pick up Mm -hmm. transform into another gun. Like I, Right now, I have this sniper rifle. Yeah. It's a semi-automatic, but if you swap it over to its secondary, it's a fucking rocket launcher. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You sit there, you empty your clip, push down, and all of a sudden, you fire a damn rocket launcher at whatever the hell you're shooting at. There's so many more different uh, enemies you can fight. A little challenging, because I'm on a, like a... I'm not on normal. I'm the one right above it. I'm not going to lie. I'm having fun with this game. It's a fucking blast. If you don't have it, get it. They have finally announced some info on some of the DLC. The there, There's going to be a gameplay video of it, I'm pretty sure, the 20th of November, so technically tomorrow. From all I know is I've seen Handsome Jack, which if you played the second one, and if you haven't, spoiler alert, you kill Handsome Jack at the end. So Handsome Jack somehow makes his way back. I don't know if it's actually him, but I've seen a big-ass statue with his face on it. 
and I think you go back to the city that he built in the second one. I can't think of the name of it, but if you have played Second Borderlands, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's all it showed. So gameplay of it's supposed to be coming out tomorrow on November 20th. So I'm excited to check it out. If I was to rate my experience so far, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Hands down. Uh, I can't wait to get on with the game and beat it because the Calypso twins, I'm ready to kill them both. I'm pretty, I mean, guessing from all games, you know, you go up against the main bad guy at the very end. I can't wait to see how it uh, plays out. I finally, I got to Eden 6 and I finally got to meet Tiny Tina, which she was one of my favorite characters in the second one, which now she's not tiny anymore. She's grown up. She's like 20. I think it's what she said. And so now she just goes by Tina and I just made a pizza bomb. So, Damn, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a cool game, oh, dude. My God. I've been wanting it's, to play it. It's amazing. And what the thing is with Borderlands, a lot of people complain about the graphics. It's cel-shaded. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you've played, like, the Walking Dead games or the Telltale games, yeah, it, it's done in those type of graphics. And if you don't like that, then this isn't going to be a game for you. But if you can get past the way it looks, which I love the way it looks. Yeah, I like that. I like, think it's unique. Oh, yeah, that cell shade is so unique. And I just, I, ever since I played the first Borderlands with Ruby's dad, I fell in love with the game. So, check it out. I highly recommend it. Even if you don't like Borderlands, but you like a good first-person shooter, you can go in there, hit the circle of slaughter, and just go in wave after wave of enemies and just take people out. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a good game, guys. Borderlands 3, check it out. Letty rocking it on Xbox right now. Yep. What's your gamer tag, Letty? Torment1210, capital T O R M E N T. One two one zero. All right, go add her up. Go play some Borderlands Three, guys. Looks like a sick game. I'm I'm hopefully gonna play it here soon. Oh, it's amazing. The next game review we have the final game review, guys. As you all know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the newest Call of Duty out right now. My review on it, I had hoped to do this a little earlier. You know, the game's been yeah. out for a little while now. I'm kind of glad, actually, I waited, guys. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people complaining on it, which my only complaint would be the maps are too big. But it's not really a complaint. I mean, I, I just, you, you learn to adapt to games. But, look, I love it. I, I think it, it's a great comeback game for call of duty after the two three unsuccessful last few games they put out i think they did a hell of a job on this game love the online multiplayer i like the the skins the characters that are out right now looks great i love the weapons you know which where i got it the day before a buddy of mine from work shout out to Devin, man he, he hooked me up that was really nice of him man i appreciate that you get like the M4, this cool knife and this cool pistol when you pre-ordered. So, you know, I rock the M4, I rock the P90, the AUG. Great loadouts. I'm loving the weapons. I, I, I love the gameplay. I love it, man. I think it's fun. And, dude, I started out, I was like, dude, I'm going to be so rusty. I, you know, of course, I got my ass whipped. But I noticed that the gameplay and the mechanics are just so smooth that eventually yeah. I started getting up the 8, 9, 10 kill game, 14 kill, you know, I think Hell 14 yeah. is the highest I've had, highest kill game. You know, and I, I'm mainly a team deathmatch guy. That's what yeah. I've always played on. Free-for-all is cool. 
PlayStation players get access to a, a game mode survival, which I heard it's hard as hell. For some reason, none of the other platforms get access to that. I, I don't know why. I guess PlayStation, like Fortnite, they get exclusive shit. Yeah. I think it's great. The story mode is awesome. Dude, the shit, the graphics are unbelievable. I've seen a little bit of the story mode yeah. played by Ruby Zad, and I ain't gonna lie, it looked amazing. It is, and, and it even makes you, it lets you know there's like graphic stuff, so you gotta click on I understand every time you go into the story mode. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude, like it's graphic as hell, and it's real time, you know, and that's what I like about it. So if I had to rate it 1 to 10, I gotta tell you, man, I, I really like like it i give it a solid nine nine and a half it'd be close to ten but if the maps weren't so yeah. big but again that's not a deal breaker for me i've got used to pretty much all of them i enjoy them it's not too hard to where you play online and just yeah. get smoked every time if you're if you're a, a, a call of duty player that is so great game i love it check it out guys if you want to add me up on xbox I go by Sabotage, you capitalize the S, the O will be a zero, space, gaming with a capital G. Add me up, let's get let's get busy. Let's do it. And our final bit of gaming news, the long-awaited fourth DLC character yes. released in Mortal Kombat 11, Letty's long-awaited character. Oh man, I cannot wait for next week. Sindel comes out November yes. the 26th. Guys, as y'all know, Sindel made her appearance while Mortal Kombat 3, I think we looked. She was like a secret character, but Sindel, she got that scream of death. She was good, turned bad. I believe she's what? She's Katana's mom. Katana's man. mother, and she turned bad. Shao yeah. Kahn made her a part of his crew. Yeah, the Nether Realm. The Nether You guys can look up the storyline. I'm not big. Look up the lore before you judge her because. A lot of shit she did in the lore, it makes sense. Yes. And so, and the thing is, is the way the games have went, it's basically made her out to be a villain when in all reality, yeah, she, she was, was trying not to be a villain. Yeah, and she's trying to protect uh, Earthrealm. Yeah. But shit happens. Sindel, the, there is a game uh, gameplay trailer, guys. Go check it out. Uh, Ed Boone released it, I believe, a few days ago. And I got to tell you, from what I've seen, the fatality sick. I don't want to spoil it for Letty. I'm you, trying to stay away from yeah. it because I want to experience it. Yeah, this is her while favorite. I'm playing. Definitely her favorite oh, yeah. DLC character. But guys, go check out that gameplay trailer. Sindel, she looks good. I mean, really. Titties yeah. popping out at you saying hello. <laughs> uh, her mechanics look good. It's hard to describe. You know, she's not really a zoner grappler yeah i don't know i guess she's kind of maybe in between in between yeah um i would probably compare pretty much yeah i guess like katana jadish yeah. sort of but she uses her hair in this one so you get to use the hair a lot of it i think hell her, yeah uh, hair whip that bitch yeah dude so she looks good but it, like i said guys it's easy for me to sit here and talk about go check out that gameplay trailer you can go to the mortal kombat uh twitter page uh, you go on YouTube, check it out. It's going to be dope. But, Lady, you're excited, man. Oh, Sindel, man, I can't she's wait. here. Sindel, finally, next week. Next fucking week. I can't wait. And then the next Joker will be in January. Then in March, we got Spawn, Spawn baby. Oh, God, I can't wait. 
But all right, guys, that's going to do it for gaming news. Let us know any any of the gaming stuff we talked about on this episode. Let us know. Give us your take. Give us your uh, what you think of Sindel, man, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, if you're a Call Definitely. of Duty fan, a Borderlands fan. Let us know. We want to hear from y'all. Oh, more, yeah. Man. All right, guys, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been... One of them motherfucking days, dude. It's time to rant. Let's right. fucking rant. All right. So this uh, rant, we, we're kind of going off the, the flavor band that President Trump backed off of, guys. We just wanted to go a little more in-depth of the the haters that just disagree so bad with this flavor oh, yeah. band, you know. We just wanted to give our take and, and just what we would say to those people as our counter-argument of you know, hey, shut the hell up. This isn't a bad thing. Calm down. Worry about the real issues in this guy. But that's it. Letty, are you ready? I'm ready, spaghetti. Let's have a rant. Let's do it. So, there's a lot of people pissed off about this, Letty. As, oh, yeah, there is. Look, man, you get these parents that really, their kid didn't admit to them about the THC or whatever it, the case may be that, that just ultimately think this. Yeah deaths or illnesses were caused to vaping and they just think it's such a problem my, my argument to you would be first sorry for your loss i'm not trying to be disrespectful yeah. but i think you maybe need to look a little more in depth to what your child is diving into okay how's he getting these vaping products you know um is he smoking liquid thc is, yes is there maybe something else he's doing that you don't know about i just i'm not saying all of these are not vaping related deaths however i do think a good majority are I, I mean i'm pretty sure that most at least 90 percent of them are yeah there was a tweet that i came across while i was reading this vaping uh, the the lift on the vaping ban and it's by alan francis and it's his his twitter tag or handle or whatever is alan francis md so i'm assuming he's a doctor D yeah. just assumptions yeah and it says Trump cancels ban on dangerously seductive candy-flavored e-cigarettes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> dangerously seductive? Okay, for one, <laughs> what the fuck? Selfishing getting votes are more, well, getting votes more important than protecting kids' health. Encourages epidemic of kitty nicotine and is gateway to lethal vaping of pot slash hard drugs. Now listen, I've been vaping, like I said, for about three years now. Yeah. I don't think you can vape meth. <laughs> yeah, really. And it, it tripped me out when I read Kitty Nicotine. I'm guessing he's talking about the flavors of, you know, like the different uh, flavors of juices you can get. Yeah. Because right now I'm vaping on strawberry milk. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it helps me. I don't want to go buy a pack of cigarettes because cigarettes taste like ass. <laughs> and if I can sit here and vape something that's decent... I'm cool with that. One other thing I read in this article that I agree with, because it was my choice of cigarette when I did smoke, it was menthol. Yeah. I love smoking menthols. I always did. And, yeah, they are harder on the person, and they are harder to quit. If you took them out of cigarettes, because that's what Trump is thinking of doing, mm -hmm. I, I agree with it. Yeah. Just don't take them away from my vape, please. Yeah, I mean... It's a, it's easy for you to sit here. I, what really just blows my mind, honestly, is that 
you're over here campaigning so hard for damn flavored vaping, flavored juices, whatever, but you're not campaigning for cigarettes. Exactly. So, to me, if you're going to, you know, want one gone, you need to want both of them gone. But you don't hear that for some reason, and it's mind-blowing to me how many people have statistically died from cigarettes for, good Lord, I mean, it has been proven to give you cancer. It has been proven to, to give you throat cancer, lung cancer, any form of tobacco. Exactly, and it just kills me why no, we're not talking about that. And look, man, at the end of the day, he backed off of it because, look, if you do the research, you look into it, you'll see a lot of these flavors came from the consumers, who, yeah. who majority, all of them, are like, adults. Like, why would why would a kid be like, you know what, let's get this? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Because for one, I mean, at our local, you know, Greenville Vapor, you have to show your ID whenever you walk in. Exactly, before you even look at anything. Yeah, as soon as you walk in, if they think you are a potential buying customer, you have to have your ID ready. And if you are not 18 and you're not accompanied by an adult, exactly, you are made to leave because it even says yep. on the door, no one under the age of 18 unless accompanied by a legal guardian yep. or parent. Yep. And I'm sitting there thinking, why isn't it like this at every vape shop? I mean, most of them probably is, unless you're like Rocky Top fuckers. Yeah, Rocky (laughs) Top, yeah, good God. And it just kills me because the way I see it is if a kid's getting a hold of it, it's got a link back to the parents somehow. Yes, they can hide it because, I mean, we, we were all delinquents at one point in time. We all hid shit from our parents. But parents have a way of finding shit out. They always do. I mean, my parents always fucking did. I could sit there and hide shit in the most inconspicuous of spots but when i'd come home from school my mom would be like what is this and i'm like well here's the thing let's say vaping was bad for you or whatever okay first off you 17 years old you've been vaping for a year or two like you're not just gonna all of a sudden one day boom like it's going to take even with cigarettes dude it could take years before you start seeing anything oh yeah and, and Maybe longer than that before you die. I don't know, unless something freak happens or whatever. Get a hold but of, like, with, a bad with, juice or something. Yeah, so with how sudden and how all of a sudden there's this outbreak around the world, it just seems to me it's got to be something, like, hardcore drug-related that that would take effect that quickly. And that's exactly what it was. And the fact that, all, that the first finger-pointing was at vaping just goes to show you that this is somebody, probably these big tobacco companies, with a vendetta, man, that just wanted to get rid of vaping. And because nothing else was explored until the vaping community started showing proof and statistics yeah. and, hey, check this out. And even then, some people didn't look into it. They oh, were just yeah. dead set on vaping. And now, with the help of the media, it's just vaping is bad oh you know that'll kill you right you know the comments we hear a lot oh yeah i mean i i I shit you not there was a meeting at uh, the high school right across from us at west green high school over a meeting with uh parents of, of kids because apparently at the school ruby goes to i'd got a thing on facebook asking asking if i was going to this and it dealt with the dangers of what was it multimedia addiction, subs- yeah. substance abuse, and vaping? Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking, 
I wanted to go to it so bad because I would have pissed a lot of people off because I'd be sitting there stating facts, not the shit that they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I think another high school around here, local high school, did the same thing, except they had a cop come in and do it. And look, man, ultimately, at the end of the day, keep track of your kids, man. Exactly. I mean, and those probably convenience stores, gas stations, whatever, are the ones doing it head shops, whatever it, it may yep. be. Because I'm telling you right now, vape shops, unless there's some backdoor shit vape shop, they're IDing you as soon as you walk oh, through yeah, the damn they door. they definitely are. I mean, they still ID me. And yeah. I, I go there quite often. I'm like, at least they once, if it's not once a week, once every other week, customer, because I like to get new juices every now and then. I like, I mean, I have to go in and get a pack of cools. And I still get ID'd. And the fact that this has helped 13 million plus people, hospitals in the UK putting vape shops in. I mean, you just see how big this industry's got from back when I really started dabbling in vaping. It, it ain't going away. Then you see the support the vaping community goes to this big rally. I mean, dude, you, you seem to be, there was thousands of people out there big YouTubers, whatever. I mean, clearly this has helped people so strongly that they're willing to drop what they're doing, go to the D.C. I mean, there was people from Kentucky, uh, across the United States, man, that went to this. Yeah. Every other country's seeing it but us. So if every other country's doing it and they're willing to put it in hospitals, how the fuck are you not seeing it? I seen a heart doctor that owned a vape shop and would tell his his uh, patients that smoked hey look try go this. here go try this again this is just somebody something bad happens that's very unfortunate and they're just so dead set to blame one thing they, instead of looking into they find the closest scapegoat they don't want to believe that their kid is maybe doing drugs or whatever yeah exactly i mean and a lot of this started with a bunch of misinformed old people and what i mean by that is I was vaping, hit my vape, and my mammy looked at me and goes, you know those are killing people. And I stopped her as soon as she said that. As soon as those left, those words came out of her mouth, I stopped her and I told her everything from the, TH, the bootleg THC cartridges. Because I, ba I mean, I called that whenever I tell people. I'm like, they probably got to hold the bad batch of THC cartridges that old damn Jim Bob over here just... Yep rigged up out of nowhere and is selling them as authentic ones because it's not hard to do counterfeit shit no it's not i mean take a logo of a well-known thc brand a cartridge you could probably you know hit up vista print or some bullshit and get it printed on packages to start sticking them in there that's true and guys the bottom line is, this is a win for the vaping community. It is. For those of us that really know what vaping's done for us and that, that have helped us. I mean, e even me, man. And it's done a lot of good for people. I mean, back when me and him still worked at the at where we met at, whenever he didn't have his vape, I would watch him go through a whole entire pack of cigarettes. Yeah, you damn and, right. And just three breaks. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and that's like less than an hour. Yeah, exactly. Total worth of breaks. Yeah. And he would, he would be like, hey, can I get a cigarette? Or he'd be like, hey, can I hit your vape lady? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's rough, but hey, 
I know it's helped a lot of people, and it's a good thing, and I'm sorry to those people that feel badly, but go worry about something real that's happening. Look further into why these illnesses, why your son's sick, you know? I mean, make sure is all I'm saying. I just find it hard to believe that, that boom, it's vaping. Yeah. Just because there's a vaping device or something vaping-related, you know. And if it is, then, I mean, I can't really say nothing. But find out where that juice came from. Yeah, it'd be something like uh, like someone getting drunk going into a car crash and saying, oh, man, cars are dangerous. Yeah, exactly. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 68. I'd like to thank you all for joining thank us, you, man. Thank you, thank you. We fit all that in, guys. Sorry for the long episode. We had a lot of catching up to do. We did. Thank you all for being patient. Again, we are sorry that we it took us a few weeks to put out an episode. Like we've told y'all before, I'm not going to go back into it. You all know the schedule. Technical yeah, the, difficulties. The sound technical difficulties with uh, EJ and Kevin, which, by the way, we will be rescheduling that. We hope to do that Sunday, but unfortunately, due to some scheduling issues, we weren't able yeah. to do it. But they will be back on. It just sucks that we couldn't do the Halloween special, but, you know, look, man, life happens. It'll be the Thanksgiving slash Halloween special. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thanksgiving slash Halloween special. Guys, as always, follow us at our Facebook to be notified and kept up to date anything on the show, which is at RSS Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on, uh, oh, by the way, go on, on our Facebook. There's a pin post at the top of the page if you scroll down just a little Every, all the info on the show yep. from all our streaming platforms, all our social media pages, email, whatever it may be, it's there, guys. Go follow us at our anchor page, anchor.fm backslash r-s-s-podcast. Man, that's hard to say. Words are hard. Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen to us. Thank you all for the support. Definitely. If you enjoy us, if you enjoy us, only if. Share us with your family and friends. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. we got to get our name out there. And again, thank you guys for listening for episode 68 of the Ready, Say, Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is podcast greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace. Deuces.